Today's podcast is sponsored by the cooperators. As part of your local community, their advisors understand the challenges facing businesses like yours. They're here to help you protect what you've worked so hard to build and ease your mind with professional advice, the right insurance solutions, and a full range of coverage options. Visit cooperators.ca to find a local advisor today. Welcome to Canada's podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Today, we're going to meet George Butsalis from Cast App. Uh, so uh, let's dive into the podcast right now. So, George, once again, welcome to Canada's podcast. And I, I, I already said to you, I love your backdrop. It's great. And, and it's your own podcast, podcast studio, I know. So, uh, so we're... We have we have similar interest in 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 this this channel, if you like. But before we go much further, and of course you're you're promoting pals and you're promoting pals. <laughs> I, I feel bad because I don't have it on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. You you know why you're here, sitting in front of me and Canada's entrepreneur, you know, and what you do, kind of thing. Sure. Well, Phil, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, to be honest, as you said, we uh, we have a podcast, the Palace Podcast, but not here to talk about that. But this is actually my first time being interviewed on a podcast, uh, <laughs> despite the fact that we've had a hundred, almost a hundred episodes now. I've never sat on this side, so uh, appreciate you having me. It's about time. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I think I've earned it now, so thank you. It's, uh, it feels good. So, um, yeah, pleasure to be here. Um, a little bit about me. So, I'll try to keep this brief because uh, you know I feel like I've done quite a bit over the last. Uh, I, I would say my entire life, but the last decade, things really ramped up. Mm -hmm. um, to take it back to kind of the beginning, my my roots and how I ended up kind of in the entrepreneurial space. Um, my father, my father came uh, immigrated here from Greece uh, when he was 17 years old. You know, uh, no, as he tells me, no money to his name, couldn't afford shoes, and, and just had that entrepreneurial spirit. Wanted to make a name and provide for mm -hmm. his future family, and and. Uh, yeah, he was in the food business. Then he got into the cleaning business, uh, where he currently is today. And um, you know, we have a, a pretty well-established cleaning business in the city of uh, in Ontario, in Canada. Mm -hmm. And from a young age, I saw his drive and his ambition, and what he wanted to provide. You know, for myself, my siblings, and my and my, my mom, and uh, it just really resonated with me. And he taught me a lot growing up on just how to you know chase your dreams. Um, you know, want want to work for yourself, all of that stuff. And I kind of followed in his footsteps. I, I was at a young age, you know, started with lemonade stands and uh, mail routes and shoveling snow and just always wanted to find a way to, to par uh, blaze my own trail. Uh, that kind of pursued through university. And then following my, uh, my four years at Western, I, I jumped right into the family business, worked alongside him, started from the bottom level as a janitor, worked my way up and did not enjoy it, but it taught me the value of a, of a dollar and hard work and respecting mm -hmm. where our where our employees started. And then, yeah, I worked there for the last, I would say decade or so. And, you know, just came to a point where I really wanted to kind of further blaze my own trail and make my own name. And uh, while I am very proud of what our family and my father has, has done, I just, everything I learned, I took, I realized that I had a little bit more to give. And that's where I am now with, uh, with our startup cast, which is a social media startup we just launched. And, and obviously the podcast is kind of a side hobby. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of fun. So, you know, are entrepreneurs wired differently? I mean, you grew up, you know, you grew up with a dad who, 
who was an entrepreneur and immigrant, uh, not, not an uncommon story on Canada's podcast. But I mean, you think you think we're wired differently? I mean, do you have friends that are in corporate life and do you, do you see yourself as you know, a little bit, little bit sort of different than that? Yeah, I, I, I know I, I do and I don't. I do think that some people are just uh, born or, or predestined to, to kind of chase the entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, I know myself, I just always knew that I wanted to do what I wanted to do just for myself. To, for, I wanted to do what brought me joy, not because I had to do it, not because uh, someone told me to. And that's what I knew I wanted. I've always been, um, I guess I've been a bit of uh, a person who's questioned authority or questioned the status quo. So I've always had that uh, vision of how do I do things different or better? Or why does it have to be this way? But on the other hand, I do think some people just, you know, that develops over time. And they say, you know, I don't like doing things the way it's always been done. I think I can do it better. I, for myself, I think I was born uh, with this mindset. And I think that it, you know, born with it and kind of in my DNA and it's been cultivated over the years, but I also do think some people, some people develop it. They just, at some point in their life, they say, you know what, I've had enough of, you know, the, the corporate, um, the corporate structure or just following the status quo. I'm going to do my own thing. Um, so I do think it can be learned. So just with, with cast and what you're doing now, it's a, it's a, it's a bit different than the family cleaning business. So, I mean, duh. Yeah. <laughs> How did you get into that? Very, yeah, very different. It's my, uh, myself and my, my, uh, two best friends, co-founders, uh, Ricky Liordi and, and Dave Banwatt. We, um, for a long time, we've been a very, uh, we, as guys do, we debate a lot of stuff and we can be very opinionated. Um, one day we just, you know, we keep, we, we have our thoughts and, and we started sharing them and saying, you know, there's no, there's nowhere that online that kind of assembles all these different points of views, uh, these different debates on trending topics, these different perspectives. Um, you know, we've, we started finding that media, social media portrays one side of the argument, not often the other. It's the loudest voice gets amplified, uh, these sort of things. And then we started seeing, you know, with the news as well, that they, they kind of have that clickbait, if you will, now, and they promote kind of what fits their narrative. And we just said, you know, there's not, it seems like objectivity is leaving the media and, and kind of that, not just objectivity, but transparency, all those things. And we said, you know, that's, that's not right. It shouldn't, the, the media is, journalism is supposed to have integrity and kind of a code where they serve you the facts and let you formulate your own opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, and we just started seeing that if that's not the case. It seems like there's an agenda and a narrative, whether it's on social media, uh, in the media, where everyday life, wherever it is. And we said, like, there's got to be a way to solve this. We need, you know, we should be letting people think for themselves, you know. Uh, independent thought and critical thinking is super important. It's how people become entrepreneurs and, and want to pursue their own ambitions. Being told what to do uh, doesn't cultivate that. So we said, you know what, let's, let's try and hash this idea out and see if we can create a platform that allows people to weigh into a topic and share their unique, uh, diverse, objective thought, not being skewed by external forces. And let's give people a place where we aggregate the information and then they can see it and interpret it as they will. Uh, and that's kind of how cast came about and a lot more to it, obviously, but yeah, that's what we wanted to do. Just bring objectivity, transparency. Back to yeah, a, bit, a bit like our, our side of things in terms of objectivity, the yeah. entrepreneurship and, and doing that. So, you know, what, you know, what's, what's the greatest challenge to starting up? Like, like, like you are, 
you know, I'm not, I'm not no disrespect, I'm not going to count the family business. You kind sure. of roll, rolled into that sort of, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. So what's the greatest challenge you faced, you know, starting up this new business? The greatest challenge, I think, as with, with any business, whether you're pursuing something you know already or something you, you've never pursued as we did, I, I think the fear of the unknown is always is always scary. Um, you know, everybody, myself included, um, you know, you always think you have a million dollar, a billion dollar, whatever idea on your hands. And, and you know, your, your, your close circle says, you know, this is a great idea. Terrific. But there's always that unknown is that what I think is that what most people think and most people want. Am I, is my thought unique? And this is only a problem for me. So I think taking that first step and saying, you know what, I'm going to, you know, risk it. I'm going to leave my career. I'm going to put all this behind me and take a, take a leap of faith and hope that my idea is as sound and as in demand as I believe it is to me, that's kind of the biggest thing. I mean, starting a business is hard in general, like, you know, doing all the legwork of you know, incorporating, like getting the legal work done, hiring people, all that stuff is tough for myself with my background, you know, in the family business and working my way up to essentially running the operations. Uh, that stuff was easier for me, but yeah, taking the leap, I think is always the hardest because you just never know what's going to happen. I mean, every day is kind of learning. Today's podcast is brought to you by The Cooperators. You can count on them to support you and your business with a full range of insurance coverage options. Their products provide the flexibility you want with the protection you expect. To find a Cooperators advisor near you, visit cooperators.ca. But you're starting a business in a pandemic. I mean, isn't that kind of crazy? Well, I mean, I mean just... just thinking, you know. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I mean, it's, there's a lot of uncertainty and, you know, when starting a business, you're, like I said, you're taking a leap of faith, which is one scary in and of itself. And in normal times, statistically speaking, businesses don't have a, like new businesses don't have a very high success rate. I mean, I think it's, you know, out of the gate, a lot of businesses fail just by nature. And, and the statistics outline that going into the tech space, it's even more competitive, but not only that, we're, we're doing all of this with uncertainty of a pandemic. So it's like we're trying to, you know, we're jumping onto a, a floating iceberg and we don't know if it's going to keep floating along or this one's going to go collapse and keep moving. Like it's very dynamic, our situation. And, you know, we're just doing our best to kind of mitigate risk and make calculated decisions as we move with the facts that we have at hand. So, I mean, it's risky. It, it definitely is. But I guess they say, you know, no risk, no reward. On the, on the mentoring side, and it sounds like your dad has, has been a pretty good mentor to you. You know, what's that, what's the best piece of advice that you've been given that you use constantly? Oof, that's a good one. Um, I know, I mean, I've got something that I carry around with me that, 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 that actually that my dad get, gave me. And, and it's, it's interesting because, because that, that, it's one of those nice, nice questions because we, we don't all have the same answer. You know? Yeah. No, it's a really good question. You know, I got to give my, my dad, you know, Chris, a shout out. He, uh, he's given me a lot of advice. He likes to, he likes to tell me that I don't listen enough. Uh, but I think that, I think that I would I think that's the father thing. Yeah. And, I, and I don't think I would be here uh, and able to stand in this position comfortably um, giving an entrepreneur advice if I, if I didn't hear the words that he shared with me. And, you know, I think the biggest thing was that just have, don't have a fear of failure. Um, especially he told me when I'm, you know, I'm young, you know, I'm a, I'm a 30 something and, uh, I'm actually 30, but, uh, he said, you know, you don't have a, uh, you know, you don't have a family, you don't have kids, 
Um, you know, you can be a little bit riskier. Don't be scared to fail, but also have, you know, be calculated. Don't just, you know, throw all your money on, on red and hope that the wheel lands on red, right? He's, you know, mitigate risk a little and, and hedge your bets, but also don't be scared to fail. I mean, when you're young, you can be a little more resilient and bounce back and failure is not something to be scared of. You're going to, you're going to fall down a lot. And it's not about not falling down 99 times. It's about the one time you get back up and you say, okay, got to figure it out. Let me, let me work on this one and then let me move forward with this. So I, I would say he told me just don't be scared. Take, take a, you know, take chances. Don't be scared to fail. So just some quick questions that I ask everybody almost. Are you a morning or a night person? It, it, it varies right now. So I, in the summertime, when the sun's up nice and early, I can get up at the crack of dawn and uh, without an alarm and I'm ready to go. And I actually love getting my day started early winter. Now, I mean, you know what, what uh, the Canadian winters are like, so a little bit tougher. And I typically work a little better into the night. Overall, I'll say a morning person. If you had to pick one word to describe yourself, what would it be and why? One word to describe myself thoughtful maybe that's i mean kind of a self not trying to praise myself whatever but i just i don't want to say contrarian because i think that's used too loosely i just think that i really like i I, whether it's good or bad i tend to think about things a lot and sometimes overthink but i don't know yeah i think thoughtful i think i just like to think about every situation that plays itself out but thinking about people how my decisions you know as the as the founder and the ceo will impact others will impact uh, employees colleagues investors that are users i think it's you always have to be very thoughtful and mindful of how your actions uh, impact other people and yeah i just like to think about things a lot i kind of kind of go off on these tangents so i guess that's how i describe myself what's keeping you up at night what's keeping me up at night <laughs> uh you know honestly not to get into it but just what the, the state of the world we're in now, it's, it's interesting because there's no, it seems like there's no rhyme or reason. There's no common denominator with any decision made. So I just always, you know, thinking we're just kind of chasing a moving target and we don't know where the end and the finish line is. Um, a very unfortunate situation we're in from a health perspective, global health and pandemic perspective, but keeps me up because I also, I'm someone also, because I like to think a lot. I like to know where the finish line is. I like to know what I'm chasing um, for the most part. And right now it's unprecedented times. We don't know. We don't know what we're chasing. Exactly. So that kind of keeps me up. I don't know that you're a book reader or a podcast listener or whatever, you know, what book are you reading? What podcast are you listening to? You know, and what would you recommend to, you know, our, our kind of entrepreneurial audience? Uh, good question. I, I do. Uh, I, I am an avid reader. I listen to podcasts a lot. I'll start with that podcast. Naturally, I'm a, I am a fan of the Joe Rogan podcast because I like yeah. how he, he gives everybody a platform to speak, whether he agrees or disagrees with them. Um, he's kind of just, you know, a, an objective listener. His I like a lot from a, from a reading perspective. Right now, I am reading two books. I am reading uh, the letters from Seneca on Stoicism, which is about Stoicism. And uh, I just recently read Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. So uh, mm-hmm. I really enjoy reading on Sto- reading about Stoicism because I think a lot of the principles are still really relevant today. How to keep yourself kind of grounded and just level-headed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Favorite book that I will rec- that I can recommend. I don't know if my favorite, but one that really resonated with me was Freakonomics. Uh, by Stephen Le- Stephen Levitt, Levin and Stephen Dubner. I read that in grade uh, grade twelve, my last year of high school. Yeah, and that taught me one thing that stuck with me to this day. And it just basically said that 
correlation does not always equal causation, uh, meaning that sometimes there's more to a scenario than you can like you can observe and just really question, does X really equal Y or is there something you're missing that could also be a factor? And then that's stuck with me through my business endeavors and entrepreneurial spirit. In this like seven by 24 connected world that we're in, I mean, it's just accelerated in the last 12 months. How do you disconnect? It's it's really, really tough. And uh, I actually, right before, kind of before we started getting into ready, getting ready to launch Cast, uh, we, we got the company kind of off the ground in, in August. Before that, I would just, I would turn my phone off and I would, you know, pick up, excuse me, pick up my Kindle or a book and just read for, for a couple hours a night. And that to me calmed me down and it was the world, all the noise stopped. Uh, unfortunately that I don't have that luxury anymore because cast is a social media app. And, uh, you know, I naturally have to be either connected, running the the day-to-day business operations or at night on the app, seeing how users are interacting with it. So Mm -hmm. I wish I could say I could disconnect. I try to meditate a little bit, 10, 15 Mm -hmm. minutes a day to kind of clear my head, but it's, it's tougher now than it, than it was earlier in the pandemic. Okay, I think we're coming to the end of it, George. But it's been it's been some good observations from you. I always ask how people can get a hold of you, um, because you know people listen, uh, you know, have questions. So uh, not of me, generally uh, uh, of the person I've interviewed. How how could people get a hold of you? So the best way to get a hold of me is either on Instagram. Uh, my username is at Bootsalis, B-O-U-T-S-A-L-I-S. You can find me on LinkedIn. I am very active on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Uh, connect with me. Uh, you can drop me a message there. My email's on there as well. And uh, I guess my one thing I like to tell everybody is, I, I mean, if any questions, any advice, anything at all, if someone's just, just chat and say hello, I'm a very open book. I'm an open communicator. Uh, and I love you know talking and communicating with new people. So Feel free to drop me a message anywhere and we'll, we can have a chat. Okay, George. Well, thanks very much for, uh, you know, letting us inside your story a little bit and uh, appreciate you coming on the Cannabis Podcast. Of course. Pleasure. Thank you, Phil. I really appreciate uh, the time. And yeah, thanks for having me. It's been fun. Today's podcast was brought to you by the Cooperators Business Insurance. They're here to help make sure you and your business are protected today and into the future. Visit cooperators.ca to find a local advisor today.